You're listening to highlights from One Planet podcast interview with Carlos Souza Jr., Senior Research Associate at Amazon. Okay, deforestation is a chronic problem and it releases a lot of carbon dioxide to the atmosphere. That's the negative impact of deforestation. Most of this area was cleared in the past just for settlements to, to have occupation of this region in agricultural development. So there is an amount of area that the Amazon can, can be altered to implement agricultural fields, cattle ranching. And the scientists have shown that we cannot go over 25%, 30% of the original forest. So we cannot convert this amount of forest because this would affect the, the overall balance, the, the bio uh, geochemical cycles. And there is a, a tipping point aspect that is, is really critical to generate information based on scientific method and provide information to policymakers, decision makers, to companies and societies uh, as, uh, as a whole to uh, guide the, the land use in, in the Amazon in a more sustainable fashion. It's possible to balance this demand for food production and maintenance of the, the, the forest ecosystem. So, but the, the, due to this land, land grabbing process, and we, we are now facing more deforestation. Brazil has succeeded in reducing deforestation. That's another important point that I want to raise. In 2004, we had the second large, largest peak of deforestation in this region, in the in Brazilian Amazon. And this was almost uh, 28,000 square kilometers. It's a very large area. And Brazil implemented a, a program to reduce deforestation which involved local governments from municipal level, states, and federal governments, civil society organizations such as Amazon and the private sector. We, we had a drastic decline in deforestation from 28,000 square kilometers to about 5,000 square kilometers per year. That's the largest reduction in carbon emissions in, 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 this, in this century. When we, we decided to create Map Biomas, our vision was, okay, the Amazon region is well served in terms of information. We have maps, we have monitoring systems, we understand well the land use because we are monitoring, we're generating the information regularly. And the other biomes in, in, in Brazil didn't have the same type of information. So Tasso Zebedo and myself thought about, okay, how can we replicate the, the type of system that we have in the Amazon biome to the other biomes in, in Brazil to, to allow the country to have a, a full understanding of land use and forest uh, cover change, not only in the Amazon, but, but all, all the other biomes. We, we, we are using now, we have a model that 
allows us to predict the risk of deforestation. We need the historical data. We need to understand the trends the, the, in land use, the dynamics that happened in the past to better predict future deforestation. If and we will we'll release this model, the new deforestation risk model, uh, in two months, in about two months, it, we expect that people can anticipate the problem. It was an honor to be able to participate in the interview with someone like Dr. Souza, who has dedicated his life to preserving the Amazon. People like him give me hope that environmental conservation and restoration can happen even in the midst of times where economic progress is usually valued over environmental sustainability. I'm Malena Bufagni, and I am a university collaborator with the One Planet podcast and the co-host and associate producer for this interview. I'm a rising second year at UC Berkeley, and I'm intending to double major in environmental economics and policy and society and the environment. In the future, I hope to pursue environmental law to be able to challenge decisions about the environment on a direct basis. In my studies, I focus mostly on the intersection of the environment with policy, so hearing about Dr. Seuss's research has given me insight on how the data used as the basis for policies collected. I had never considered how deforestation is measured before, so hearing about spatial analysis and technology was a first for me. I also admire him for his dedication to the Amazon. During the interview, he talked about how he had always wanted to focus on preserving it from a young age, and his research shows the love for the area, having been focused on cataloging its changes for the past 30 years. The task is extremely important as it measures humanity's impact on the surrounding environment and the ecological changes that result from the disruption. Through describing the municipality program, Dr. Souza also gave me insight on how progress relating to the environment can be made on local and state levels, even when the national administration isn't as environmentally focused. Dr. Souza made sure to include how we can all have a positive impact even from our homes by advocating for the Amazon through social media and by communicating the importance of the Amazon to our elected officials. Also regarding how we can make even greater change on an individual level, he mentioned calling attention to companies who sell products and goods that are illegally sourced from the Amazon to help stop the economic incentive behind the spread of illegal deforestation in the area. All in all, Dr. Shuza informed us about both the technical and the social aspects of the issue of deforestation in the Amazon. His ability to connect technology with action is what makes him one of Brazil's current leading environmentalists. I learned much more about the importance of nature when I connected to my well-being. It's really fascinating. There are a lot of studies showing that if you go wild, wild, go to nature, it has positive effect. The, the Japanese scientists have shown that the, the air that we breathe inside the forest has chemicals that are good for our immunity system. So there are a lot of science, science being done in this aspect. And during the COVID, I, 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 privilege that I, I have property nearby the city that has a forest patch. I spend too much time there with my, my kids, with my wife, on trails, and this really helped us to, to go through this process. So I, I, I even see the importance of keeping the forest when we connect, I think if we, one, one possibility that I envision, it's kind of crazy idea, yeah, 
is is to take people to to the force for well-being practice. This will allow them to quickly understand the value of, of, of this ecosystem in nature in, in general. If somehow we, we, we switch this perception from the urbanized mode of living to a more nature style of living, people will value more the, the uh, forest ecosystem in nature in general. Government was like the foundation of the program. So was the, the key implementer of this, this program. We had the Amazon Fund, which is a fund that was acquired by results. First, Brazil showed that it was possible to reduce reforestation. Then governments such as Norwegian government, Germany, they started financing the implementation of the Amazon Fund. So with the current governments, so we had a, a total dismantling of the of these policies. That's a shame of Brazil. And we have virtually zero interaction with the current government because they shut the door. They, they, they stopped interacting with not only Amazon, with all the, the civil society organization, organizations in general, not only from the environmental sector, but also for for social work in general, but we have to find a, a different way to, to overcome this. First is, is to connect directly with the local governments. They are still, they're still open for that because they, they are the one that suffer the direct consequence of deforestation, the direct consequence of being out of the markets if there is illegal deforestation. So there is a social economic negative impact it is also important to reach out you that is not here. It's really critical. You guys understand what's going on here. And any, any positive pressure asking your, your congressman to make sure that you are not allowing legal deforestation type of products inside your country, helping the, the, the Brazilian society also providing support for organizations, the grassroots organizations that are upfront fighting illegal deforestation. So as I mentioned, we had several stakeholders representing different sectors of the local society signing for a zero deforestation pact. And uh, it's important to mention this because most of them were linked to the economic, uh, local economic activities. And they were seeing the value of the, the, the forest as part of their business. So when I, I perceived that people had that understanding, it brought me a lot of hope. When you have positive impact like that, the challenge is how to sustain this in the long term. And I don't think we were prepared for that. So we hope we will revert the, these deforestation trends, increasing trends, go back to the control of deforestation, but we have to think hard about how to keep it in a long term. A kind of bulletproof about 
government change, political change. And that's the big change that we need. We hope you've enjoyed this program. If you'd like to get involved in One Planet Podcast or learn more about environmental projects, click on subscribe. Thank you for listening.